baby. We have a you normal know. one for you. A normal one? We don't well, go all the they were like really annoying that I always am like, we got a wild one. And they're like, is there ones that aren't wild? This one is not wild. Yeah, this one is very regular. It's, yeah, you, but you normally... it's also one of our classic no edit episodes. No edit. We did not cut a thing out. There were a few times when Meatball was making faces and waving her arms when I was beginning to talk about things, and we very slickly pivoted. Yeah, you so... can't even tell. I did get a little cunty and sassy. I did too, but listen, let's we're we're talking about the realities of being an independent artist, and sometimes you got to stand up for yourself. You know what I mean? And, and when you everybody stand up for deserves. Everybody deserves to be paid what they're worth. Not that either of us aren't. No, we're I'm paid well, but I want yeah, more. Exactly. Thanks for listening. Come on, greedy. Forever. Dog. When your first choice is a big old bus, you turn around and boom, you end up with us. Our number is 213-536-9180. Our email is sloppysecondspod at gmail.com. Now on with the show. How you stop, you stupid little fucks, you nasty little fucks, you dirty little fucks, you stupid little fucks, you nasty little fucks. Welcome to Sloppy Seconds with Big Dipper and Meatball. Meatball, that's Big Dipper. That is like songwriting, what you just did. Like when you come up with melodies. Let me ask you, have you ever had a resume? I knew a girl named Melody once. What Was she in Pussycat Dolls? Oh my God, remember how much they fought the PCD? Yeah, and wasn't Melody the girl who she was could the only really one who sing? Could sing? Yeah, and then on that one award show when Nicole was having the solo, she stepped out and she wailed and she on went, him. Wow, she was like giving it to him. Okay, so did you ever have a resume? I know you worked at J Crew, but did you ever have a resume, like a business resume or like an acting resume? Well, never a business. Never a business resume. See, what happened for me was I started working at J. Crew when I lived in Texas because that was my job during high school. Oh, and you transferred. And then I left to go to Interlochen. And then when I came back for a summer before I went moved to New York, like when I was trying to figure out what college I was going to, I went back to working at J. Crew. And they were like, we have this amazing, innovative thing. We're putting two polo shirts on at the on same. T- we're stacking so many polo shirts, you won't even believe it. You won't even recognize how stacked our polo shirts So, are. no. My business, no. No business one. But I did have, like, an acting resume, which really, like, now that I think about it, it's like, who cares? Like, I guess it's just supposed to show that you did work. But at that point in your career, it's like all you have is, like, your education and your acting classes. Well, and then whatever, like, little shows that you did in school. Yeah. And it's like, can you – like, I remember listing on those resumes. It's like, um, you know, like, independent theater club, student production. It's like, in your world was, like, a huge deal that you, had like, had the lead in this. And it's like – this and then you're out there, nothing. And you're auditioning for stuff, and like the, everybody else is like, I was off Broadway. This I was on Broadway as like this person, and yeah. you're like, well, I don't stand a chance. Or you're like 19, and you're like, I played Martha in um, Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf. Oh yeah, you're like, yeah. When I was 19, I played a grandfather. 
And you're like, I played well, Mr. When I was a good 16 years old, I was I Mr. Dussel and Dussel. Diary and Anne Frank. May have Diary and Anne Frank. It's Diary, actually, uh, a, what did I say? You said and. It's actually a buddy comedy where it's like, it's, um, like, it's a diary and Anne and they're all their adventures in the attic. Is that an <laughs> off-color joke that I made? I don't know. You're Jewish. The reason I brought up resume is like, you know how people lie on their resume? Oh, yeah. I and the the only reason I brought that up is like when you sang that melody, I was like, "Well, you're a songwriter." It's like add it on to the, the special resume. skills. Yeah, add it to the special skills. Or, okay, so uh, explain to me why horse riding was always something that they were like, "If you guys can learn how to ride a horse, you're honey, be stick set shift in Hollywood, stick can you drive shift, an automatic. Can you drive a truck like a stick shift giant truck? What's the largest vehicle you know how to drive? Do you know how to ski, girl? Why you're not? Why? What are we gonna ski on stage? Skiing? Yeah, exactly on stage. Exactly on stage. Um. So today is a classic no no edit, edit episode. episode. We are gonna what? strive to only say things that we want to happen on the air and um never miss a beat because Meatball and I have been a uh, busy. Busy, busy divas, busy little dolls. Should we do a little travel roundup? I went to Baltimore. And how do you pronounce that? Baltimore. Baltimore. Well, you know, I didn't really have a chance to ask anybody because the whole time I was there, I was in my hotel room working on stuff for the pageant. I brought (laughs) two enormous suitcases and, like, the outfits that I brought for the show, smallest, skimpiest little things I owned, like, just in the bottom, shoved down, and everything else was, like, pageant stuff that I was, like, rhinestoning and just hanging out in my room. Were you nervous that maybe your luggage was going to get lost? Absolutely. I was originally on a uh, a flight that had like a, I don't know what they call connecting? it because I never do it. Yeah, connecting. I don't do those. Um, and sometimes I, you only, have to, just putting it yeah, out there. Yeah, sometimes like out of Burbank or something, that's the only Like when option. we go to Alabama, we oh, will yeah. be connecting. And they probably will lose my luggage. And I hope um, to connect down in Alabama as well with anyone who's interested in connection well i did a really funny thing <laughs> sorry what <laughs> well i packed, so I packed two big car- i was like i don't want to do that okay, with yeah, you keep going. Uh, <laughs> and this is a no edit episode so i packed two big suitcases and then inside one of them i put an extra carry-on bag that had everything else in it so that by the time i left some of the stuff that i had made that was now voluminous would fit in the suitcase i was very smart i changed like One the, thing about me, smart, smart. Right before I left, I was like, "I'm sorry, Boo. You're gonna need to get me a direct flight because I can't, I can't lose anything." Oh. Then let me tell you this about Miss Southwest. She's disgusting. I landed in, I know, I know. I landed in um, LAX at like 12:45. I did not get my luggage until one or no two o'clock. We landed at 12.45. And was it a luggage delay? Did they o'clock. say it was a delay? They just said, there's so much luggage. There's just a lot of luggage. Okay. So I much a... luggage that it took them over an hour to get it from the plane into my hands. I was supposed to be at my house. Never mind. I got a lot going on. What were you going to say? I was just <laughs> I was going to say not to get into the luggage scenario. But I flew to Atlanta this weekend, and similarly, after I landed, I did not get my bag until 90 minutes after we landed. There was a car service waiting for me. I told him, pull up Netflix and watch a movie. They would, this was the excuse I feel bad for D.D. Darion, because even when I landed in Baltimore, you Baltimore. were like, 
Leave your. You it can leave took your another house. forty. Well, oh, and then when I landed in Baltimore, the fucking airport, they were like. Also, if you're ever wondering who's flying from L.A. to Baltimore on a Wednesday afternoon, drag queens exclusively, senior citizens exclusively, <laughs> and me, maskless senior citizens, and me, and so and and. And when we landed, they said, we're so sorry if you need a wheelchair. And we know there's a lot of you on this flight that do. But they're all being used up. So please stay seated. You know those old white fucks couldn't wait to stand up and take their goddamn time to get off the plane. <laughs> Fuck Southwest. Okay, what were you going to say? Um, no, it just, they what the excuse they gave for us is they were like, Oh, yeah, they were bringing your bags over because I, I reckon, you know, when you're like at the baggage claim, you can sort of like see all the, the familiar hats and garbs and you're like, these are my plane people. You recognize the black back of the head. Right. This is like the final vest, your like final moment to be with my plane people from the last four hours. These are my plane people. My good friends. Um, and so uh, well, I saw two thirds of my plane people get their luggage and move along with their day very happily. And then my bag was not nowhere to be found. And I, of course, you go through the anxiety of, like, someone else took my bag. How will I get that bag? Is there a bag that looks very similar to mine that maybe could be, you know, like, you go through that whole thing. And then I start looking around. I'm like, okay, there's about 40 of us left who still haven't gotten our bags yet. And the excuse they gave us was there was a shift change in the middle. And so the person driving the bags had to stop and clock out. And so, like, the bags were just being wait, like, they were like off the plane in route, but there was a shift change. So someone new had to come and drive. Them I imagine there. a shift change at an airport is like they're driving it and they're like, oh, my time. And they just jump out. Yeah. And they, they just, just let it. that they cart let keep it. rolling. They're um, not my business. So tell me about the gigs that you had in Baltimore. We, I just had one, and it was, you know... Um, Did you get food poisoning? I don't know what I got, but I was stressed out of my butt. Everyone keeps saying it's stress-related. Stress and burnout. We talk time. about it on we talk Better about it all Help the time. Better Help, Burnout. I was listening to that, and I was like, I don't think I'm burnt out. I think I have have a lot on my plate right now, but it's... You're like, I don't think I'm burnt out. I think I have a tapeworm. I don't know. I went to my one of my favorite spots in Baltimore and got shrimp and crab cakes and like just any type of seafood you could get. And I remember that it's not a month that ends in ER, so I maybe shouldn't oh, have been eating. Someone sent me, I screenshotted it, someone sent me something about this because uh, on Friday our episode of Mother Teresa and Laurel Charleston has come out. It uh, was it a banger. Iconic. It's a banger of an episode. Mother if you're Teresa, looking, do you enjoy being wet? Uh, yeah, and if you're looking uh, for the video experience that is available on YouTube, well, this, the first half of it, and then pay for my. That's right. I'm trying to earn us some coins no, for the I work that we understand. do. I don't want. I don't want to. You give get into drag for free. You can, I was in drag. This is from someone on Instagram named Confetti Starlight. Love it. Hey, listener of the pod, listening to the newest episode, Janning Tatum, and wanted to touch base on the oyster. <laughs> the oyster of it all, honey. Yes. First, because I'm still unclear what the fuck they yeah, were Yeah, they never really about. got to the bottom of it. <laughs> okay. First, it's months that end in R, not E-R, but it's to avoid things like parasites, food passage food poisoning, and also fishy oysters. So, but what I don't understand is how do the parasites know... Pick what month it is. That it's a month that ends in R. It might be like one of those, like, 
temp- water temperatures change in the months that in and are, so it's like, no. I don't know. It's what not a- up to me. I'm not a scientist. But what now let's think logically. What are the months that end in R? Don't do this, because this is just like Jason Derula. When we well, it, it in fact is, because those were all the months. So it's January. No, I'm sorry. No. <laughs> no, it's September ends in R, October, November, December. I think those are the only months that end in R. So it's less about on and off, and it's more about season, because January, February, March, April, May, June, july august yeah so it's september october november december so what they're actually saying is don't eat the shit in the fall don't yeah because i'm sure water but when they born said months that end in r like that when they said months that end in r i of course was thinking it's every other month has an r at the end of it there you go being dumb on this pod expecting people to not <laughs> Okay, so the rest of this message is, but what I'm really here to say is go back and watch Disney's Alice in Wonderland. There's a scene within the walrus and the carpenter's story where a mother oyster tells her children not to leave their beds as it's a month that ends in R and her babies are ripe for eating. That was the first time I was ever made aware of this rule as a child. So basically what they're saying is you should only eat oysters in the fall. Which makes sense, I guess. Because colder waters, less parasites? Less parasites can thrive, I guess. But maybe that shifted with global warming. Listen, at this point, I'm not eating shrimp or oysters anymore. And I knew I shouldn't have eaten the shrimp when I, I uh, after seeing a boy shove it up her butt. All right, well, let's take a break. Okay. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? No, really, how would you use it, baby? Bet. I always think about my work week and how busy it is, and I'm like, I wish I had an actual weekend. Now, that really comes down to me planning my life a lot better, but I would use it for leisure because I work so much. How? What would you use if there was extra time in your life? If I had more time, I would do more hobbies. I would, like, pick up you more activities hobbies. because I yeah. love hobbies, but I just, I barely have time to do the stuff that I actually have to do. Right. Well, the best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more with it. You know, I think therapy, like the biggest thing that I get out of therapy is new directives. Like, oh, try this. Like, make a change in how you think. I think we all think like, that's just how my brain works or like this is how I see the world but those things can shift and change and you can learn tools in therapy to be like look at it this way or try a new way of going about a project or schedule your day a little different you, those are things you can talk about with your therapist mm-hmm. if you're thinking of starting therapy give BetterHelp a try it's entirely online and designed to be convenient flexible and suited to your schedule just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapy anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. 
Visit BetterHelp.com slash Sloppy today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Sloppy. Okay, we are back. And my question to you, Miss Ma'am, Miss Thing, Miss Honey, is uh, what did you perform? It was uh, the day after Cinco de Mayo. So did you guys No, it was the day of Cinco de Mayo. I was there on a Thursday. And so it was for Washington Heights. It was the theme of the party, but I think we all kind of know, respectively, that like doing... Don't do all that. Don't Don't do all that, Gaunt. So I just performed Boss Bitch from Birds of Prey by Doja Cat. Oh, I'm a bitch, I'm a boss? Yeah. Um, Short song, two minutes. I I shooted and I ran for it. What are the lyrics? Like, you know. You performed it, but you don't know the lyrics. I do know the lyrics, but it's not shoot it. I took it and I ran ran for for it. $100 bills and the... Money on the floor and we dance on it. Shine okay. bright, put a tan on it. You're reading them. I'm a, no, I'm not. Oh. I'm just thinking about it because she said I, it so fast. It's also I in my that's, really like that, that music song video. May or may not be in one of my upcoming large performances. <laughs> With you, honey, all your performances are large. You know large what I'm saying? In charge. You okay. Saying? okay. Okay. So what I did um, is I was in Atlanta for. Are you ready? Sniffy's weekend. F. Oh, no, not Furry's Furry's weekend. Furry's weekend. Yes. Yeah, you were F- on one of the biggest stages I've literally ever seen you on. It was like F-W-A, the entire hotel. Furry Weekend Atlanta. There were over 8,000 people in attendance at this convention. The hotel that we stayed at was the Marriott Marquis in downtown Atlanta. In the Hunger Games, when they like ride the glass elevator and you see like rows and rows and rows and rows of buildings when they go to the Capitol, they shot that there. I was on the 45th floor of this building and you would like ride an express elevator and it was like an exposed elevator with glass. You'd sort of get like vertigo every time you rode it up and down. The entire hotel was, well, not the entire hotel. They normally buy out the entire hotel. And this year they didn't because it's their first one post COVID and they sort of didn't know what the numbers were going to be. So there were definitely like groups of business people and like a flight crew and they look around and it is a full furry frolic yipping all over now the furries the costumes were smell like i you said something like oh i'm sure it's gonna smell i was when i was 13 slash 14 years old I've said this before. No, I was the mascot. Your childhood. Yep. No, I was the mascot at my high school. It is a sweat box. The suits smell. But these these furries are professional. So I can guarantee you they all they all wear like a sort of like a skin suit. Yeah, they wear like a lycra sort of thing underneath it that like wicks the sweat away. Into the and suit. In the grand ballroom, honey. The AC was on RuPaul. She was on Oh, Arctic. I love that. It was, I went down there for my sound check and it was beyond cold. Like it was like, I was so much colder than I ever wanted to be. I told the the sound check team, I was like, uh, I'll be right back. I had to like go get an extra t shirt just on? to like, yeah. Well, wow. no, with the sound check, I mean, but I will say some bullshit happened to me when I was doing the sound check. I was like, 
there was a band on stage getting ready to sound check after me and they weren't being very sort of gracious about the space like they the the crew started playing my track and i was like doing my song to check the vocals and their like bassist was like, still cranking his bass guitar really loud and That's like fucked up it just felt like give me five minutes to do my thing and i'll be out of yeah. your hair the lead singer came up because i got on the mic i was like doing a song and doing some lyrics and then i was like hey can we hear how good at sex sounds which is the name of one of my songs and one of the i think the lead singer from the band came up to me and he was just like hey you know there are there are like some minors in here because the convention is so big and i think there's like a an arm there's definitely in the venn diagram of people who are attend a furry convention who are also interested in audio visual and tech stuff is a pretty big overlap mm -hmm. so one of the one of the like activities during the convention is you can get a behind the scenes tour of Ooh. all of the tech stuff that they have going on. So there was like a 50 person tour group watching the sound check and it was made up. It was like an all ages tour group. And so this guy walked up and I was like, don't you know there's a minor in here? Like maybe you should watch what you say. And I was like, I Shut don't care. Fuck, fuck off. You don't think a minor has heard of sex? Like of, first of all, of sex. Second of all, it's like, Y'all booked me. I'm performing at your fucking clothing optional what was this yiffing band? I'd party. Like to be, yeah, it's a fucking... The whole reason is that a bunch of people in suits can get together and fuck. It was wild. But I had a great time. It was so fun. It was so cool to see how big the community is. Like conferences there were there were vendor markets like huge vendor markets there was an adult vendor market with all like the alien and animal penises um with like the, the you gotta use the flavorless jello when you use those alien penis eggs oh yeah what you always bring that up well we talked about it on the pod previously that sounds really cool yeah it looked like a, a great time and our wonderful sound producer mr william pitts was there that you are showing me a picture of a a man's body that is a horse head and one of the largest horse cocks I've ever seen. Yeah, that Ooh, was a, a mullet. That was oh, a I display in the adult uh, area. Yes, and so our post production manager Will Pitts happens to live in the Atlanta area and came out to see you the performance. What? I love Will. I love that Will. Likes to have a good time. Because Will's also come out to Fat Slut. We also, when we went and got dinner that one night, we were all like, mm, no one's going to drink. And Will was like, I'm going to drink. Oh, yeah. Will does like And I was like, time. okay, I'll drink with you, Will. Oh, my and God. And this is me performing. It's packed. Have you ever performed for that many people at once? Oh, my God. That's insane. Yeah, it was huge. It was huge. And, the, I and to think they could barely see you because they were all wearing animal heads. <laughs> and they could barely care either. You know what I thought was really, really <laughs> funny? Listen, I would actually love to um, – I've interacted with one or two furries. I have a furry uh, Princess Reese. Shout out to you. She's in my upcoming um, uh, music, music video, that, video that will be coming out this summer. But like – um, I would love to have a furry on the show to like talk about it because the the convention really like opened my eyes because there was just it was so clear 
that a lot of people obviously there's like a fantasy and there's mm-hmm. there can be something sexual there but it's actually like a lot of people seemed like just more excited and confident when they were in the suit and that they found community to be with you know what i mean that they found someone that they could connect with through their furry character and i would just love to like talk more with someone about that absolutely absolutely now i'd like to talk to you about vomiting yeah a lot of people have been bringing up that i've been vomiting like a lot lately and i guess um i have but i think each time like a boy even messaged me and was like you should probably see a doctor and then like I got three messages from strangers in my Instagram being like, are you okay? Let me explain to you why I've been vomiting. Okay. Well, yesterday it was because I think I had food poisoning still from my Baltimore trip. Because I was in Baltimore and I can tell you I didn't have one solid bowel movement. for. And it was days. all from the um, the oysters from a no, non-R-ending No, when I arrived there, I wasn't in a good way either. Anyway, I don't. So I don't know what that was you, about. You have a little wet undie moment on the plane. No, but there was a point when I was performing oh, no. where I like did one, like where I like dropped down into a squat really quickly, and you were like, and "The that, pads are done." Well, I thought, I thought, I was like, mm, "Pretty soon, pretty soon, it's gonna be start leaking through." Like pretty I thought, I pretty soon there's gonna be some was, shit leaking through. And so when we were changing, getting out of drag, they're all like, "We're gonna go to one more bar tonight," and I was like, "Oh Lord, when I take these pads off, if there's shit in my panties," and there was just like. It was also one of those situations in a dressing room where there was just, like, a million people in there, and I was, like, getting naked, and I was just like, they're all going to see my shit panties. But there was nothing there. Um, no shit panties? No shit panties. But I did throw up when they gave me a warm shot of tequila that uh-huh. was, I feel, bottom shelf. Uh <laughs> I swallowed it, and then I was like, who? And I was doing the thing where I was fighting with my body to hold it down. Right. When your mouth gets all wet, and then it just <laughs> comes out. So that happened. Um, <laughs> have you ever seen Have you ever seen the girl on TikTok who has such a light gag reflex that if she hears someone go, she immediately starts going, and it's really, really real. And basically, the entire TikTok account is her dad going like, Hey, Carol, how was your day? Oh, you're good? Yeah, I'm looking forward to... And then she just, like, immediately freaks out. She's like, no, not... Dad, stop... And she's almost going to throw up all the time. It's good internet entertainment. No, I haven't seen that, but you know I do love a tiki talk. <laughs> tiki talk. Yeah, we've talked about it before because of, uh, you know, we both love Chelsea Peretti as a performer and a comedian. And in her stand-up special, she, remember, she says, like, you're either a poop household or a, or a throw-up household. Or, and I'm both. <laughs> and they call me a double-ended diva. In um, this house, it's both, honey. Did you see the Spring Awakening documentary on HBO? No, but everyone has sent me clips of... Leah Michelle doing the Mama iconic. who bore me, Mama who gave me. I don't like Spring Awakening. I know that like Shock. everyone loves what? that. Everyone loves it, and I've seen it, and I'm just not a big fan of it. Thoughts? The movie, this documentary. First of all, it's like shout out to the documentary. It's like 85 minutes long. Um, Perfect. Very consumable. They sang. They sing. There's B-roll of the old singing, and there's 
footage of the new singing. And there's just like amazing interviews. Like, um, but I didn't realize what a phenomenon that show was. And I was, oh, it was, like, it was huge. Think about how much we talk about wicked, like a bra, a successful running Broadway show that has like a, a ravenous fan base, a cast recording and like fun stars in it. Like that's not like, that's like as big as a movie. Mm-hmm. And you like, forget about it. It might not have been like seen by as many people, but people like consume the media around it. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. So it had those like very iconic interview moments in it where like, you know, Jonathan Groff and Leah Michelle are like talking. Leah Michelle, that's her name? Leah Michelle, Michelle. yeah, yeah. Wait, what was the thing? Did they talk about it in the interview where she was like, he looked at my vagina with Yes, yes. They talk about like how close they were because Jonathan Groff wasn't out during the whole Spring Awakening thing because he was so scared that like he wasn't going to be able to be an actor if he came out. He was also scared that people wouldn't believe that they were having like a sexual relationship in the play if he was a gay actor. But so her and Jonathan became like incredibly close and she like knew he was gay, but he never told her until like, you know, towards the end of the run. But they told the story that he, she's like, I've never seen his penis, but I showed him my vagina. I took a desk lamp and I spread my legs open and I showed him all of my vagina. And Jonathan Groff was like, oh, I didn't realize the clit was so far north. That's what he said. It is really high up there. Yeah, a lot of people think it's all about the hole. You no, know it's, it's all not... about the hole. About Girl, that hole. You got to get the outside and the inside. Honey, you got to get the up, as you would say, the up, down, the left, left right? The right. <laughs> um, should we, should we um, take a break? Let's take a break. What else has been going? Wait, hold on. Because I'm not gonna edit out. What else is going on in our lives? I have, I have a, more of a list here. What we got going on? What we got going on? What we got going on? <laughs> but should we take a break first, well, or do you want me to bring up like, one more topic? No, let's take a break first, and then we'll come back. Because I'm gonna be in New York. We can talk about the New York shows. Yeah. And we're back. Uh, hello. Hello. So we got shows to- in New York. I'm going to be in New York on May 28th. Which, what are you doing? It's a Dolly Parton themed show hosted by Mary Cherry at, I believe the venue is called Littlefield. I performed there once before with Horchata, and that was the night. That I was also throwing up. Meatball. I was vomiting in the back. I remember I stepped out of the cab and I went, oh God. And I threw up all over the sidewalk. And then Horchata, me, and who was it? DJ Honolulu. And I believe Icarus was in the car with us. All went in and just like did the show. It's you throwing up is a thing for you because yeah, you you feel good and you feel good and fine afterwards. Is this correct? I feel great. I can throw up and then start drinking again. If I've had too much to drink, the best thing for me to do is just like throw up and then drink some more. Well, thoughts. Well, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna say about New York? We're gonna be there again on June fourteenth at the Kiss. So someone bring me some hot shrimp and some maple syrup. And so, no, you know what sounds so good right now? It's like a cold shrimp salad with cucumbers and chives, maybe some garlic. 
Cream cheese. Oh my God. No cream cheese. That's disgusting. Man. Um, I had lobster bisque yesterday. Ooh. At in the Delta Sky Lounge. But right, I was you're that girl now. I felt weird because I was like, Should I eat lobster bisque in Atlanta? That's kind of weird. Where'd that lobster come from? But but girl, you all, everybody, I mean, I guess we're in California, so it's a different story, but everybody in Oklahoma and Nebraska eats that little grocery store Safeway sushi, honey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they do, they do. Okay, so speaking of New York, we both have a lot happening uh, this summer, but one of the like sort of marquee moments for us is on June 14th. We're going to be on Broadway adjacent. <laughs> We're going to be Broadway adjacent. Mama who bore me. Mama who paved paved me. What are the words? Mama who bore me. I need to get my ticket for Wicked. Um, On June 14th, Tuesday, June 14th, we are doing a Sloppy Seconds live show at The Q in Manhattan, honey. This is Midtown... Man, it's giving home. you Midtown realness. It's four stories of fun. We're gonna be doing a show there. Tickets are available at. I'm pulling up the website, but tell them about the show. The show is gonna be so fun. It's me and Dipper. We'll be doing a live podcast. We'll each also be performing, and we have special guest DDM from Yes, Balmer. Fuck them right back. Which I think. Oh yeah, fuck have you seen Fuckin' Right Back? No, but I met two queens that were in it because, in Baltimore. Yes. And they were very lovely girls. Um and they were we were just talking about how much we love him, how funny he is, how genuine and like it's hard to find someone as real as him that's been in the music industry like and it's so true. He's just like a genuinely great guy. So Completely. we're interviewing him and then we have another special guest who is not Announced yet because well we can't announce her yet because she has to finish another gig before she can be announced. But a very famous, very fantastic, very incredible drag queen. So please go to Eventbrite. No, it's com you don't have to read this. Dash e dash sloppy. First of all, those are slashes. Seconds, hyphen, are slashes, not dashes. Eventbrite.com dash <laughs> slash e. Do you slash think that's a dash? Sloppy hyphen seconds hyphen live hyphen with hyphen big hyphen <laughs> dipper hyphen and hyphen meatball hyphen tickets hyphen three two six seven three one nine four three zero three seven. You can and actually get your ticket today. You can actually just go to sloppy seconds dot eventbrite dot com and it'll take you to that say. So W H T T P colon black slash black slash. <laughs> but can you explain about the tickets a little bit? Because we did get yeah, there's, a ticket. There's we, many levels. Well, yeah, you can get a table. You can get a, a like a high top, a high top table. Like you you're can at get the bar. A VIP table. You can get a VIP table, or you and can then get a sta- or you can get standing room. Or, and there's standing room. If you want to be that person, if you want to be that person standing. But here's the deal. They're like because of the seats, it's not like like that room actually holds like four or five hundred people, but when you add the chairs, I think the capacity drops down. So like 
we've already sold like a third of all of the seated tickets or maybe maybe half of the seated tickets so listen so listen if, what we're saying is if you want to come now would be a good tickets. time to get your tickets That's we all. know it's all the way in june 14th it's like over a month away from today um but be smart be kind rewind and if you have a group of friends that you're coming with there is a vip section that comes with a bottle of champagne i think yes and that's where my friend will be it does cost $400 but it is for 6 people. Well, so if you three. break that oh, yeah, down, you break it. We'll do the math real quick. Yeah, VIP There's... bottle table $400. It kind of feels cool to be on a party that has a $400 ticket option. But that's only $66 a person. That's Honey, and you get a bottle and you, and you get, get a, a bottle. seat and one bottle VIP. for 6 people? Girl. But it, it's a bottle. Yeah, but like a bottle of champagne only fills up. Like it might four not be a champagne. Glasses. It just says VIP bottle tables. The way I drink it. Uh, you could call the QNYC.com. Give them a phone call. You know call. what? You talk to Marty Gold Cummins about this. <laughs> she knows what's up. She knows about the bottle. Anyways, for everyone who bought tickets, that's awesome. And thank you so much. And we're very excited. And if you you're in York, come drunk. If you're in New York and you want to come, fucking get your tickets now, Diva. And speaking of our special guests from last week, you know what else is happening on June 14th is a whole picks party. Mother oh, Teresa's We will be making an appearance. And I think we're going to be, well, maybe she hasn't announced it. Uh-oh, too bad. Never mind, never mind, never mind. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to go We're going to go. We're, we're going to go. go. We're definitely going to go. We'll yeah, just because figure it I'm, out. Guess where I'm staying? Where? At Mary Cherry's Airbnb. Okay, I'm gonna to be right in the fucking middle of it, baby. The Mary Cherry Airbnb um, uh, uh, renovation Instagram journey. I love it? it. I'm obsessed. That's why when I saw it, I was like, "Girl, I could stay at a hotel in Midtown and be close to the theater, or I could give myself the task <laughs> of doing my makeup and staying with Mary Cherry and enjoying whatever that experience may be." And I think it's gonna be fucking nuts. Thoughts? Does she still live above Metro? I don't know where she lives. I well, do. Be- I do believe it's in that general area. Oh, so but Brooklyn for sure. It's Brooklyn for sure. Got it. And I know it's like kind of walking distance from all of my favorite things, or a short cab ride. Um, where? Wh- how are we? Should we'll talk? We'll talk because I'm like I'm not gonna ride the subway and makeup. And I'm not paying for a car all the way from Bushwick to Midtown. Well, then I think you need to do your makeup at the venue. I could do that, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I had one other thing that I wanted to bring up to you, which was, oh, a wild, I had, um, did you have sex in, in Atlanta? I did. Oh, right. Because you called me and then you're like, sorry, there's a man on the way to the room. Yeah. And how twas it? He was so hot. And? We did fucking, and I purposely left all the windows, like, open, because we were up on the 45th floor. So I was like, only only person who's going to see in here has a has a binoculars or telescopes. Or is a pilot. <laughs> well, we weren't that high up. Oh, okay. But you know when you it's just, like, good with a stranger? Yeah, and I, then you're like, ugh, wish I would have seen his face. 
There is something in the water with the little muscle boys right now. They love them fat. I am getting hit up all the time, and the muscle boys are doing the belly worship. I'm they're telling like, you, it's our time. It's time for the chubos. They're pressing their face into the belly. They're holding it. They're shaking it. They're putting their tongues in my belly button. Kelly, Which is hard because you, you have an Audi. I don't. I don't. Why are you making that face? I don't. My finger is inside. It is It is a cavern. Oh, so now you're fingering yourself on the pod? <laughs> Disgusting. But the the little, he was so fine to me. Um, oh, there's something in the water in Baltimore. I can tell you that. Those boys, there was a bunch of little thick boys that came into the dressing room. And I was like, all right, boys, if you're going to be in here, dicks out. And then they were like, what? And I was like, I don't want people in here unless it's dicks out. And they, one at a time, whipped them out. And everyone was like, oh, yeah, they have private in, or private Twitters or whatever. And the dicks were big. Oh, my. Is that this him? was this was the boy. Show me more. Atlanta. Show me more pics. Why he's so sweaty? Well, he's at the gym. Oh, well, I can see Ooh. that. Now, my question is: is when people are taking pictures like this at the gym, what happens when someone walks by? Girl, I don't know. How's your gym experience? I mean, I haven't been. I'm just <laughs> gonna be fully honest with that about that one. I have not gone. Um, I've been doing more walking, and I've been rehearsing in my heels, which feels like its own thing. But um, I also left one of the heels I was going to use for the pageant in Baltimore in that dressing room. What? One yeah. individual one heel? individual heel. And I was like, well, maybe it's the bat. Like, one of them needed, like, a new little thing on the bottom, and it wasn't even that one. So, and you know, pleaser don't make the heels in my size anymore, so now I'm on the hunt for a heel. They're too busy making um, Kim Kardashian a lucite pleaser to wear to the mat. You know, the first thing I thought about, and I don't want to talk about the Met Gala, and I don't want to talk bad about Kim Kardashian because, like, whatever. But okay. the first thing I thought when she, when everyone was like, she's wearing the dress, is I was like, her proportions would not. I was like, unless that dress is super spandex or someone has gone in and rep like replicated it or added stuff to the back of it so that it would fit her i don't understand how she's in it and then i watched the video of her trying it on and they just tied it in a bow and she goes why can't we just do that and i'll wear a fur because she, it did not fit her so why well, wear it there is footage of her in it with it fit no apparently she also had a replica so oh, she, so she wore she, the like, actual dress the, up the she, stairs. She went to the thing, and they put the dress on her, and then she walked across the red carpet, took and then the they pictures, took the and dress then took off. the dress off of her, and, and she then put, put on, on a, replica. a replica. That's what That's my smart. understanding of it is. But then in my mind, I'm like, just wear the replica, and then do all your poses where you can like stand backwards and not look really uncomfortable and awkward with that fur. Well, listen, she got a donk. That is getting smaller because I think she had some of it taken out. I me thinks so too. All right, let's take a little breaky dake. Why is Kim Kardashian so obsessed with Marilyn Monroe? Like she is not the modern day Marilyn Monroe. Marilyn Monroe was an incredible actress and a sex symbol and worked really hard to be 
something that wasn't just sexy. She wanted to be taken seriously. And I understand that Kim Kardashian might be on the latter end of that, being like, I want to be taken seriously as a businesswoman and an and a fashion icon. Right. But you were never an actress who was fighting to be taken seriously in the acting field. You didn't come up from like nothing. Like the the similarities only match in as of like the last five years. And also, you know, there's a whole new realm of celebrity and fame and show business that Kim Kardashian is at the forefront and is this icon. I don't think that she's like, I I am the equivalent of Marilyn Monroe. I think she's just trying to draw some similarities and pay homage. And I don't think that like Kim Kardashian hasn't done anything and isn't a hardworking businesswoman and like blah, 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 all that. Get your ass up and work. I think she's like doing whatever she's doing and she's very good at what it is, but it's not the same as like trying to come up in old Hollywood. Sure. I just think she has like a very theater girl obsession with her. Someone texted me something last night that I didn't feel great about. And what was that? Theater kid for life. Let's take a break on that one. (laughs) And we're back. I also was gigged and blessed, and I did Netflix as a joke with Wilhelm and Arise. I know we talk about it on the Arise episode, but that's not coming out till later. So I had a wonderful time. It was really fun. I listened to Willem talk about it. She forgot to mention that I was there. But when I got there... <laughs> I heard that happen and I was like, you know, I'm not going to interject and say meatball as well. Um, I'm just going to let this happen. So let that, that slide. Can hear that. And it's interesting that she did forget me because uh, uh, when she was like, do y'all like meat? And the whole crowd started screaming meatball, meatball, meatball before I went on and I almost cried backstage. Oh, because it was like everyone was so ready for you. Yeah. Which was like shocking to me because I didn't think it would That's be like so an exciting, audience. I know. Ball. I literally almost cried, and then I and then I turned to um, Mac and I said, "Can you hold my drink?" And went on stage. And then you did that good, cool for the summer remix that you love yeah, to do. I love to do that. <laughs> I did do that. I that feel number like is something. now a fish retired because I performed it as many times as I can and at well, every listen. bar. Oh, I guess it's different when I keep doing songs because I wrote them in their original materials. Yeah. Also, I was thinking about it because a lot of people like. I'm sure you will do cool for the summer in the winter, honey. You did cool for summer in October, diva. (laughs) I think people don't understand, and I think that they're um, drag queens do repeat the songs that they perform. Mayhaps other drag queens aren't as booked and blessed as I am, and so they have the opportunity to not repeat it as many times. Sure. So, <laughs> not and that's the end of that statement. So shady. That's the end of that statement. If you have a problem with it, you can get more bookings and then talk to me. And so, he, tell me about this. You're gonna raise your booking fee and do less shows because you're over it. Done. Yeah, I don't like it. Um, yeah, that's it. That's all <laughs> that's I have it, to say honey. on that. Let the my, mountain come to you, baby. Mama, it's been too much, and I'm going to just start saying, like... Pay the girls. The problem is, is it used to be when I tell, told people how much I wanted, they would be like, ooh, we have to check the budget, and now they just say okay. So 
I need to raise it them checking the budget. Yeah, I need them to double check that they can afford it so that I don't have to just say no. I'll tell you this, honey. When I got to the the furry convention, I was like, oh, oh, they got a steal on me. Yep. I was like, I'm tired of showing up places being like, oh, they're getting paid like three. Oh, okay. Yeah, you show, up, you show up somewhere and you're like, wait, I'm doing all this entertainment and like easily there was like $150,000 of tech in the air mm-hmm. like at this place. And I was like, oh, and you paid me that low rate? Okay. I'd rather the reason I don't go be that you can't afford it than I show up and it's not fun. And this sounds rude, and I'm not, because we're in the no edit episode, we need to sort of own this. It's not about, like, I don't want to do things unless they're worth money. They have to be worth it overall. Like, for instance. You must understand that for me to do a show on the East Coast, that's three days of my time for you to have one night. Because it is a six-hour flight, and I have to get there the day before, or get there earlier that day, and then I have to fly back, and then my whole day is fucked because I was flying all day in a different time zone. So, like, you just, like, it's not about just, like, I want a ton of money for this one thing. I want a ton of money for... (laughs) (laughs) You're awful. I I want a ton of money for my time. It's three days of my time that I could be doing stuff at home. Well, what I'm trying to say is, like, it's worth it in a lot of different ways. Like, we're doing our live show because we are investing in our own podcast. Or, like, you'll fly to Atlanta... And, or or you'll do the Baltimore gig because you love those queens in Baltimore and you want to go Washington do that. But we if so they were fun. like, if they were like, come and do this every month for the same rate, you're like, no, ma'am. But if you doubled that, we could talk about it. Exactly. Yeah, it, it, it's an interesting also, thing. It's also an interesting parking thing. my car at the airport. Mm, that's expensive. It is expensive, but it's also so good. so much nicer than taking a car. Like and like when you Uber twice. It's nearly two hundred dollars. Yeah. You're like, or I'll pay fifty. It can be I'll so take, much. I'll pay thirty bucks a day to park the car at the airport. Yeah. Um, but what I was gonna say is, as an independent artist, see, here's something like you know, in our world, the people who sort of jump up uh, to like having booking agents are like, more often than not Rue girls that we know. But anyone who sort of like levels up, right? The moment they level up a little bit, it's like. It, it, it never becomes about them. It's always about their booking agent. It's always about their tour manager. It's always about these other things. So they never have to like play both sides of it. But even if you have someone like doing your booking for you or like communicating on your behalf, at the end of the day, we're still independent artists and we still really manage our own businesses. And so you have to like negotiate and then also be friendly and be the artist and then ask for the stuff that you were promised, like in order to do the gig well. It, it it's it's a lot to navigate. Mm-hmm. Just saying it. I know your your whole imp, imp, uh impetus is your whole impulse, your whole inspiration. Motivation. Money. That's not true. I do enjoy visiting other drag scenes and like meeting new people and like doing stuff in the cities. Like So will you do a gig for free? Uh, Well, what is the gig? (laughs) See? Describe describe a gig. Describe a gig and I'll tell you if I would do it for free. Okay. Ooh, this will be fun. Yeah. But and by free meaning they cover your expenses. They have to cover all my expenses. You don't get paid. Yeah, I don't get paid for the gig and they have to buy me dinner or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll cover your expenses. They'll feed you, they'll pay for your travel, they'll pay for your car, like blah blah blah. But you're not walking with me. Yeah. I don't want to be in the neck. 
Okay, this is the gig I'm going to describe. Okay. It's in the middle of the country. Okay. At a place that you can fly direct. Okay. Okay. They want to fly you on Delta. I'm in. Well, okay. okay. You have to, they want you to host and do a number. Okay. And do a meet and greet. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. It's at a roller rink. So they oh. want you to be on roller skates, host on the microphone, in the middle of the party, take the entire roller rink yourself and do a number on roller skates. And then after that number, they'll pull you aside and they'll do a meet and greet. And it is sponsored by, what's your favorite vodka? Patron? It's tequila. Oh, sorry. What's your favorite tequila? Cazadores. Okay, it's sponsored by that tequila Or company. Mario and Jackie B have a tequila that's very good, too. Really? I think they're, like, part owners of the company. I can't remember what it is, but I have some downstairs. It's so good. Okay, so it's sponsored by this tequila company, and in addition... Who else is there with me? The me- like- it's You're the Star. And is it local girls that I know? Is no, it like, you're the star. I'm oh, I'm just there alone. It's it's a it's a roller skating party starring Meatball. And the meet and greet photographer um has set aside time either before or after the gig to do a professional photo shoot with you. I'm in. I would do that. And guess what? Those kind of gigs exist. I would do that for free. I would do that for free for the experience, for the photos, for the meet and greet section, if it's like 100 people or less. Yeah. And I would. <laughs> but sometimes like, I would happens. do that for free. And then like what? Take me out to dinner beforehand. Let me get ready in like a timely amount of t- like with like three hours of time. Right. You get some fun photos. You have an amazing I want to go experience. see whatever city it is. Like take me to like the best seafood or best hamburger joint. Like really give me. And you know who used to be really good about th- or is really good about that? Yeah, Chad, flip phones, Minneapolis. Oh, sure. He gives you the full. He'll take you to the Mall of America. He took me and Vander there. We walked the whole mall. We rode all the rides. Like it was such a treat to do it. Yeah. And then we did the three brunches in a row or whatever, and it was great. Can you pitch me a gig? Okay, because I had fun coming up with that. Okay, the gig. Now they will. Well, okay. So you have to buy your own plane ticket, but they will and they will reimburse you. Okay, I like that because I get the miles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, not only do I get the miles, I get double miles. <laughs> Keep it coming, okay. bitch. Okay, but Keep it coming. it's all the way East Coast. Mm-hmm. You get to pick like a headliner for yourself, but they have to be East Coast. Got it. So I'm not. Oh, not the headliner. The show, no, you're the headliner. You have to pick an opening <laughs> act. You have to pick an opening act. Okay. And it could be anybody. Got it. Uh, they fly you Chicky out. Tito's. Oh yeah, she's so good. Okay, they fly me out east coast. It's a, it's a bear event. Ticket. It's outdoor. Love. There is air no conditioning. S- gives me a little. Oh, gives you a little tickle in your throat. Yeah, kennel cough. Um, the performance is at noon, so you will be in the sun. High noon. Okay, got it. It's on, but it's also on like Governor's Island, so you have to take a ferry to get there, and then, and there's no other way. <laughs> so you, yeah, but are they facilitating the ferry? No, it's public. You got to ride with the people. I love riding with the people. Okay. okay. Uh, <laughs> would you do it? You, but you don't. There's no host. You don't get to host. That's fine. I don't like hosting. 
you do have to do a one-hour set in the sun, high noon. That's tricky. But what's the perk of the party? I gave you the perk of like a photo shoot and it's a roller skating party. This party, the only perk you said is it's a bear party and I have to choose my opener. My answer is no. I don't think you pitched me a good event. Well, I was seeing if you would do it or not. The I'm just goal of the game. You'll go. No, 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 no. Where, the goal of go. the game uh, is to find the perfect balance. Okay, 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 okay. So all that still <laughs> exists. Okay, all that still exists. That night. What's going on in the green room? <laughs> that's what I'm about to say. That night, there is a private sex party event that you uh-huh. do host where there will be sexual games such as a lube slip and slide. Mm-hmm. Um, f- uh, find the fist in the homo, which is one of my uh-huh. favorites. What about it's real easy. There will be cock ring toss, uh-huh. and they will be playing Willem's song Hoops. Okay. Uh, so on loop for an hour, though. And then... <laughs> I do like it. John Duff wrote it. It's good. It's a bop. It's a good one. Um, and you get your own private hotel room, and they'll let you stay for two days. Ooh. The one hour in the sun, though, for no money? But you get to do the private party later for no money as well. But I have to host it. I can't just attend it. See, that's the thing. It's too much work. I'm going to pass. 30 minutes, direct sunlight, Governor's Island. Then you hop on a private boat. And you can do like Diana Ross when she gets in the ele- or in the helicopter. Okay, then I would it. do it. Like, if it's only a thirty minute set, I would do it. Thirty minute set, and you get Diana Ross out from the stage. Ah! Ah! Goodbye. Ah! I love you, my baby. Goodbye. I love you. <laughs> um, on June fifth. Speaking of one hour set in direct sunlight, on June <laughs> <laughs> on June fifth, I'm gonna perform at the Off Sunset Street Fair here <gasps> in Los Angeles. That's June fifth. It's now June fifth. They've reannounced it. It's Sunday, June fifth, and um, I'll be performing at one twenty p.m. So set that early morning alarm. But that stage is covered, and you have to get there early if you want to do anything at that event. It gets That's right. so crowded later in the day, and then here's a little secret: you mm-hmm. exit the event, you go past that Boulon Thai restaurant up the hill. Mm-hmm. There's a red house with a large balcony. Why am I giving this away? It's there's always there's always a sex party there, free for anyone, I guess. <laughs> free for all who want to be there. But um, the last time I was there, the tent was made out of like black tarp, and it was sitting in the sun all day. Oh so when God. you stepped in, it just smelled like hot lube, and your glasses immediately fogged up. Good old foggy glasses. You're horny for that event. I might go see it. I mean, I'll be done. I'll be done by two p.m. So I'll I get show you to the house. I know the address. Ra- <laughs> I get to rage for the rest of the time. Yeah, but I just got off the phone with Charlie. He said one twenty is my time slot. So I'll be doing a show uh, at one twenty on June fifth in the street at the Off Sunset Fair Festival Fair Fair Street Fest. All right, listen, we've made it to the end of our episode. Should oh, we I didn't play one voicemail? Yeah, play the first one. It's short. Okay, I'm going to play one voicemail. Meanwhile, it's been so long I haven't talked to you. I know. Truly a nightmare. Okay, here we we go. Hello? 
Hi, I've been listening to your podcast for a long time now, and um, uh, it's kind of hard to stay subscribed. I'm not sure who told you guys, but no one wants to hear fat people eating really like deep into the mic or like heavy breathing. And the screaming with the meatball's voice is really getting hard to bear. This will be my second time unsubscribing since the first time I unsubscribed. You guys stopped doing food break and I came back, but now I think I'm Yeah, I think I'm done. And it's sad. Sorry, did that voicemail end with Yeah, I think I'm done. It's yeah, it's bad. No, it's and it's sad. Oh, and it's sad. I think I'm done. And it's sad. And then the blinker of his car continues to go off for a little bit longer. Listen, unsubscribe. Goodbye. You'll be back. You'll be missed. Like you were the first time. You'll be missed, honey. Goodbye. She unsubscribed, then came back, then unsubscribed again. Is Food Break bad? Everyone was telling yeah, us no, to we do don't, it. Yeah, no, we don't know. I, don't, I think overall, like, the Food Breaks that we've been doing are, are okay currently. Like, drinking orange, orange wine, wine or trying a soda or something i think we could continue that maybe small like not super chewy foods like a whole bucket of fried chicken probably not we shouldn't do that again i would also like to announce something that is happening here um that maybe you and i could share a bucket of fried chicken on which is we are on friday may 20th we are launching on Mom Plus what are we a doing? Mom Watch Party. This is for the whole network. Oh, Where right. Every Friday, if you are a Mom Plus subscriber, you will get access to um, a YouTube clip where we will instruct you start the new episode of All Star 7, 3, 2, 1, go, like we did on The Bitch Who Stole Christmas. And it yes. will be everybody from the mom network, different pairs of people, different fun people, friends of the mom network, um, will be watching all the episodes of All Star 7. We'll put one out every week for for that whole run. So maybe Meatball and I will do one together, and uh, we'll eat a bucket of fried chicken. I'm really trying to get one with do one with Delta. Does Delta work? I, I would, would love that. love to be in a room with her. Maybe a couple champagnes in. I will be drinking during it too. You're welcome to. You're welcome to. Perfect. I also noticed that at the studio, they started putting liquor in the fridge. They I was it. literally <laughs> like, "Where did this come from?" And it's not just a little bit. There's like a lot in there. Yeah. Um, so can't They're wait They're like for that, that TikTok. I don't know about you, but I will be turning the fuck up. <laughs> Thank right, you well, so much for listening to Sloppy Seconds with Big Dipper and Meatball. I'm Meatball and that's Big Dipper. Don't forget that you can call in with your own fuck talk story or whatever you want. Just make sure you turn your car blinker off to 213-536-9180. Our email is sloppysecondspot at gmail.com. And don't forget to like and subscribe so you don't ever miss an episode, which come out every Tuesday and Friday. You can follow us on Instagram at SloppyPod, Big Dipper Jelly everywhere, and Fat Drag Meatball on Twitter, Spiciest Meatball on Instagram, and Meatball the Drag Queen on TikTok. Also, don't forget to like and subscribe to the Mom TikTok and join Mom Plus, where you can see videos of us of our Friday episode. Yeah, the full videos are available on Mom Plus. You can sign the up for that. It's four ninety nine 
It's four ninety nine a month, um, and you can sign up for that at mompodcast.plus. Um, I think Goodbye. that's it. Goodbye. Doodle doo doo forever. Dog. To listen to Sloppy Seconds one day early and ad free, sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcasts.plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, aka Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Music editing and sound design by William Pitts. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, Joe Cilio, Brett Boehm, and Alex Ramsey. Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey.